welcome to Daily Strides here at Strides for Success, where we create these audio horse riding lessons that you can use as you want to use them. Um, I know that for many of us, uh, time is a little bit of an issue and we need something that is just as flexible as us um, with our riding. And well, that's why we created these for you guys. So we do this. There's five lessons every week. And what I'll do is at the very end, I'm going to let you know how you can get your hands on all this week's lessons and also how you can pick up the um, little giveaway we have there it's for free and it's three lessons a series uh, writing in smaller spaces and you can get that for free as well but guys let's crack on with today because today we have lots and lots to cover and today uh, we're going to be talking about something that I know a lot of people are going to just switch off and say please I learned this at the very beginning when I was just starting out my writing and I don't need any further work in it. But the thing is, it is something that because we learn it at the very beginning and because it's covered, maybe before we really understand a lot of the biomechanics and a lot of the, well, I suppose the finer points and the finer details of riding, it's something that's often overlooked and that we don't do as well as we could. And that is posting or rising in the trot. Now, we all know that when we post or when we rise, uh, what we're doing is basically, and how it's thought, is this up, down, up, down, okay? And as I said, we spend hours trotting. We trot around the arena, we go down the roads, we're on the trails, and we're doing lots of things with this. We're using it all the time as we ride. However, how often do we actually sit back and consider oh, okay, am I doing this correctly? Or is there a way I could perhaps improve this? Is there a way I could perhaps improve how my horse is going by my being better at this and then making those adjustments? So we all know that with the trot, the trot is a two-time beat. It's one, two, one, two, one, two, okay? The one, two, it's caused by the pairs of diagonals, the legs that are moving underneath you. So you'll have a one outside leg, one back leg, and the opposite front leg moving at the same time. And then the the other back leg and the opposite front leg moving at the same time. So it's those diagonal pairs and that's what causes this one, two, one, two, okay? Now we use the rising trot lots of different times when we're riding. We use it to warm up. Um, I know that a lot of people will use it actually at the very beginning so as to I suppose we're told to warm the horses back up and um, you won't just launch into sitting trot. A lot of people will use their rising trot initially. They'll also use it. I don't know if you've ever been in a long trail ride, but um, it's definitely more comfortable if you're trotting on the trail to use your rising trot as opposed to your sitting trot or to be posting to the trot as opposed to sitting to the trot, okay? Uh, it's also used, we can use it in lower level dressage tests. Uh, most of them are done through rising trot. And then also influencing your horse's tempo. So if you have a horse that's rushing on a little bit, you can actually influence all that. But we'll be chatting more about that tomorrow and during the week. But uh, that you can actually help to not only rebalance your horse, but also then to influence and to get the desired um, rhythm and then tempo that you're actually looking for, okay? So it's it's... A fairly versatile sort of a skill. Um, and I think the thing is when we're when initially when we're also maybe at the more novice levels in riding, uh, to continuously do sitting trot all the time can take quite a bit out of us and it becomes quite 
well, you get tired and then you end up bouncing and well, it becomes, I think, uncomfortable for both you and the horse. Now, the thing with rising trot is that when we are initially thought to do rising trot, it's usually with our instructors saying to us up, down. And the thing is up, down, um, I'm an instructor, obviously. And while up, down is incorrect, it's often the easiest way to describe the movement to a novice rider that does not really fully understand what is happening. Um, And the thing is, when people are standing up and down, and of course, you'll go up for uh, the the one and down for the two, okay? So if you can imagine the one, two, one, two, uh, uh, change that for up, down, up, down. And that's how it works. But the thing is, when you are doing those up, downs, uh, it's it's incorrect. It, It is not right. And what ends up happening is a whole, it leads on to a whole other multitude of problems um, that basically arise from doing this up down. So what I would suggest you doing the next time you see people riding, have a look at them actually doing their rising trot or have a look at them posting to the trot and notice how they are using their body to post. Now, what often happens and what I see a lot of in the arena is that people hear this up and instead of pushing up or allowing the horse's momentum to push them up. So they're instead of basically using their own legs and their own lower half of their body and the horse's momentum, they end up beginning to use the upper half of their body or their shoulders to pull them up. Now, they don't necessarily have to pull on the reins, although some people, that is tempting, eh? They pull the reins to stand up. And of course, we can't do that. Um, but they, you'll actually see them trying to lift up from their shoulders. And they end up looking, well, just downright strange and uncomfortable. Um, and the thing is, it's incorrect, of course. Um, but the other thing is, because they have pulled themselves up, it, they cannot then lower themselves back down. So they end up slamming back down into the saddle. And even worse, normally because they've gotten now slightly left behind with the movement that's happening underneath them, they end up with their backside on closer, well, not on, but maybe very close to the cantle of the saddle. So the back of the saddle, okay? Not good for your saddle, not good for your backside, not good for your horse's back, okay? So it's incorrect because they're not using their own body and the horse's momentum to work with them, okay? They are trying to do this in a very unnatural way. The other downside of using your shoulders and your upper body to pull yourself up is that your hands and arms are no longer independent uh, to use actually as you ride. And also it ends up, and I often hear people say that their hands, how do I stop my hands? moving and often this is the reason you know if your upper body is being used to pull yourself up each time or if you are standing ramrod straight even if you are using your lower body and you are standing ramrod straight every time of course your upper body is going to move so it becomes really really difficult because now you have to counteract that as you ride okay So this standing up and down is not great. It leads to this jerky kind of bouncy hands. It leads to falling back in the saddle. There is not a whole lot of, I suppose, any kind of unity between yourself and your horse. And yeah, we don't do it. So the right way to do it, what do we do? What should we be doing when we're posting? If you can imagine that um, your pelvis and only your pelvis should be moving in a more forward and back direction, okay? And it's almost a rolling motion. So you're rolling forward and you're rolling back. Now, 
depending on your horse and depending on the movement you're doing, and also I think your riding level, um, you will have to have a look and see as to how much you are rolling or how far you're rolling forwards or back on this. And also how much clearance um, you're going to give the saddle as you are doing this rolling motion. Um, we often think that when we have to do our up-downs that we have to stand a million miles up out of the saddle. And this is not correct. In fact, if you could try and if you can imagine, it kind of makes sense that you're, you actually want to try and stay as close to the saddle as you can uh, in any given situation uh, to, to be, I suppose, more balanced and more effective as a rider, okay? So we said this rolling motion. Now, a lot of people, if they suffer with arthritis or they have problems, they find this rolling motion quite nice. But I think as as well as the rolling motion, you do have to use your legs to a certain degree to get yourself forward and back, okay? And only to make sure that your legs, and particularly your lower leg, is staying underneath you. I mentioned earlier that when people tend to pull themselves up, that they find it very, very difficult to then gently lower themselves back down. And when I'm in the arena, I often say to people, doing your rising trot or posting to the trot, it's almost like aerobics. The going up is pretty easy. It's the coming down that requires maybe a little bit more skill and also a little bit more effort on your part. And that is so true for the trot, okay? So when you're coming down, you have to gently lower yourself. And using your horse's then momentum and your horse's, I suppose, energy that's happening underneath you, you can then begin to allow that to propel yourself back up or forward again, okay? Now, if it is just your pelvis moving, okay? So now you can imagine your just your pelvis is going forward and back, and it's almost like forward in a, in a slightly up diagonal movement, okay? So if you are going right to where the pommel of the saddle or the front of your saddle is, you've gone a little bit too far, okay? It's a very slight little movement. Um, it's just, a, and as I say, it's a kind of diagonally up and forward movement. Uh, to say it is just forward is also not correct. You should not roll onto your crotch area. You have to stay back. Um, you have to stay correct and sitting correctly on your seat bones uh, underneath you. But it is definitely a, a slightly more forward. And that's why I'm saying your leg also plays an important part. You can't just completely discount the fact that your leg is there and that your leg is moving and being used underneath you, okay? But when you're doing that, can you now imagine that your upper body is now free to ride your horse as opposed to trying to pull you up or to balance you or do whatever else so your upper body and also you've less movement in your upper body because remember again it's only your pelvis that's moving so your upper body can remain still and this is why having that nice movement through your hips and lower body area lower torso is really really important um, so you, yeah that you can move like that the other thing to consider here is that because you are using your legs correctly your legs are underneath you and they're helping you do this your legs are there to be effective as you ride and to actually put on your horse and to use when you are riding your horse guys i'm going to leave it at that for today now tomorrow we are going to be chatting more we're actually going to have a full lesson on posting and how to post the right way or to rise the correct way um, wednesday we're going to be chatting about using our posting or rising to change the tempo of the trot um, of course, once you've got your one-two rhythm established, it is then the tempo. So I suppose how often that one-two happens in any set length of time or a distance um, is with the tempo. And that's what we're going to be chatting about. And then Thursday, we're going to be talking about transitioning from posting to sitting and to posting and also 
um, are transitions uh, between the different gates. So from walk to trot and trot to canter and then obviously back to trot and back to walk. We're going to be chatting about that. Friday, I want to chat about shoes versus boots for your horse. Um, and something that we are actually currently trying to decide here on the farm. And I want to have a bit of a chat about that. As I said earlier, if you want to get your hands on all these, you can pop on up to www.stridesforsuccess.com. You see the 30-day trial or there is the new basic Daily Strides membership that's there as well. Um, but you can also sign up for the three free lessons they're together it is a batch of three and it's riding in smaller spaces guys have a super one and i'll be back to you tomorrow be good bye